My name's Alex, and in a couple days, my wife and I are having a baby. This is the first entry in an audio diary podcast I'm calling, Are You There, Pod? It's me, Dad. Every week, I'll recap the previous week in figuring this parenting stuff out in real time while calling up my friends that all had babies within the same month I did. So come with me as I figure out parenting on the fly. Run here with a bit of business. Today is the very last day that you can order either the NA, non-alcoholic, one time only, or regular AI Social Club if you want it to arrive in time for Christmas. That is today, December the 6th. So go to AISocial.club or, of course, Ronica.com where you can still order our fabulous gift sets. We have the exquisite cocoa set, and then we have our two naughty cocoa sets, a holiday stroll through Dublin, pardon me, and gorgeous Alpine Mint. So check all of that out at ronica.com, and we can't wait to see all of you who purchase any of these items, pardon me, one time only, at our holiday kiki on December the 28th. Each item purchased in the AR Holiday Market at Ronica.com comes with an invitation to a holiday kiki. Kiss, kiss. Much love. Happy holidays. Darling. Ding ding. I, I just was trying to think of holiday ding bells. Dong. I ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. I was trying to think of like a holiday bell because it feels very ding, holiday. Ding ding. Oh, it's jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock right now. 100%. It's absolute jingle, hundred percent jingle bell rock right now. Bron, Do you I dance think you when really, jingle bell rock comes on? Who can't? It's irresistible. It's a fresh new sound. It's a hot Hurry new take. Hurry up, jingle horse, pick up your feet. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Who was it? Like Peggy Lee or something? Or Tammy oh, Wynette? No. No, I'm no, no. Look. This is that. Can't ask me questions like that. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah. It was. Who is? Bobby Helms. I always thought it was a woman who sang that. Maybe Bobby Helms is a woman. I don't know, Ron. No, it's a- who knows? There's probably a lot of versions. Oh, yes. Fair. I guess his was the original version, but someone else sang it and sang it better. Reminding people, as I already did at the top of show, that this is the last Brenda day What a December box. Yes. We extended it for a week so that they could uh, join us for the Kiki, which will be at the very end, be between Christmas and New Year. We'll send yep. out the date. ASAP. Which is, by the way, this box is perfectly placed for for both of those occasions. It is straddling Christmas and New Year. Right. Is that what you meant? That's what I meant, baby. (laughs) You're speaking my language, Rana. Uh, The only thing I want for Ronica this year is for people to rate, subscribe, and review, which I've mentioned. All we Mm, want. Somewhere between 40 and 45,000 times in the last two years. All we want for Ronica, rate, review, subscribe, five stars only. If you've already done a five-star review, you can do another one. Or rating, you, you do, do it every one. minute. I don't know how to explain this to it to impart this knowledge on people enough. You could sit, you could say, Today's my Rana day, and I just sit down and I just write the show over and over and over and over and over again. Exactly, do it on your lunch break. 
you know? We have some fabulous comments, and then we have a follow-up, which I did want to get to. Uh, so do you want to read these comments? And then we have such a fabulous guest. I'm so excited to spend time with this guy. He's a breath of fresh air. I also want to say- Chris is with us today. In case we didn't say the website, maybe we did, and I was just tuned out. arsocial.club, arsocialclub.com, negrana.com. Holiday needs met. Also, Ronica came out, so check those lists. Oh, check those lists. Check them twice. Yep. Talk about Instagram. Do not dare go on our Instagram looking through the Ronica lists without following us. I wish there was a software for lurkers, a way Me to too. a way to because people do lurkers. lurk on those lists. You know what I'm going to do? That's it. In the new year, I'm making the account private. And if you want to know what's going on, you'll have to follow us. And that's what I'm going to okay. do. All right. So thanks to you guys, you ruined it for everybody. <laughs> exactly, Rana. Exactly. Read these comments. Hurley Whirly says chocolate ear candy. The first time I listened to this podcast, Ron and Brian were talking about chocolate in the intro to the show. Ever since then, I've associated Ronna's voice with chocolate. She has such a rich way of speaking that really makes you listen. That being said, Brian, by the way, they capitalized every letter in my name except the Y, is my favorite. Ah, Ronna, did you hear that? I, I'm, unfortunately, I did. He really knows how to make things lighthearted and never fails to make me laugh. Thank you for being the only thing I can listen to during my workouts to keep me distracted. You two are the best. Kiss, kiss. Speaking of chocolate, I just want to remind someone this was on our Ronica list and it's available now at a at the in the AI holiday shop, which they can get to through the link in our bio. I have sourced and put together the most gorgeous Unbelievable. hot chocolate kit for holiday. We're talking Ireland. Kana. We're talking Paris. We're talking Japan. So gorgeous. We're talking, it's true. Yeah. We're touching all of these continents and all yep. of these places. It's so gorgeous. And we have an alcoholic and a non-alcoholic option, which is very rare because normally things that come through fiasco, but we're trying to listen to our people as much as possible. We want everybody to feel included and represented during holidays. So That's right. if you're not getting a gorgeous thermos of this hot chocolate. Come on. I don't know what, I just don't know what life you're trying to live because it's not a carriage house life. Oh man. Oh, it really is gorgeous. And this fucking. Excuse me. Sorry. The flask, not flask. What do you want to call it? Run a bottle, right? What do we call it? It's like better than those things. Thermos. The thermos they come in. But it is is a flask really. It is a flask. Yeah. Baldy says- 17 ounces, enough to bring uh, hot chocolate for everybody. How sweet is that? Yeah. Baldy says- Well, literally quite. Yeah, true. A perfect Mm -hmm. escape. What can I say? For an hour, twice a week, I'm transported to a world where everything is chic, comfortable, and fun. Plus, Mm -hmm. my life's problems seem pretty manageable compared to the folks who need to write novellas detailing their struggles in order to get some advice from R&B. Kiss, kiss, XX. Shades of Vanilla- says Glickman Safi 2024. Now, Rana and I have flirted with this before. Yeah. We have thought before, should we run? Should we throw our names into the ring? But the truth is, we don't want to live that life. Right, Rana? Well, we wouldn't well, have you time could be to a do senator. the podcast. That's we wouldn't true. have time to do the podcast. I'd be an incredible senator, but we would incredible not have time to do the podcast and do and serve the people of the United States of America, our constituents. It's true. But you know but what would be great? It out. 
America would get a great deal because whatever the upholstery that you wanted to put in the new White House, yes. you'd get a you'd get yes. a steal on it because of Mr. Cleveland. America would get a great deal. Or that White House could just hire Mr. Cleveland to do that. That's upholstery, true. But yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh Okay, so they, uh, Shades of Nella says Glickman Safi 2024, exactly what we need during these trying times. Rana is mother, sister, aunt, guru, and counselor to us all. No mention of Brian. Now, this was a follow-up from the Liz Winstead episode. I feel like maybe okay. someone cut that comment short. Oh, I think there was probably another line in there. Who would that be? I don't know. I mean, you know. They, the first one started out with someone saying you were their favorite, so I suppose it's only fair. Yeah, I guess you're right, Ron. Hello, thank you so much for answering my question. The kindness was good energy on election day, and the polls felt it too. Excuse me, Mara Healy. Pardon me. Come on. New Massachusetts governor. Fabulous. A few updates slash clarifications. Massachusetts say- for the first time ever, by the way, female governor and female lieutenant governor. Correct. Fabulous. So I expect them to clear everything up yep. in the next four years. Uh, I'm glad this person wrote in because I've been thinking about this person since we answered her question. But anyway, Lady Leia, super embarrassing. Not only is it a typo, but it isn't the correct term. I meant Lady Lawyer, the level of Patreon support I am for attitudes, but it is mm. actually Lady Attorney. Sorry correct. for the confusion. Woof. Listen, I'll take your support where I can get it, babes. Thank you. I see the point that crying every day does not show the sign of a good marriage. Now, this is the woman that wrote it, told us she had a small child, and that she and her husband were not aligned politically. And oh, I, yes. I have felt since then that we were a little bit- uh, we, we did we this went with Liz a, Winston. A little bit, yes, we did. And I felt we went a little bit strongly on someone who is dealing with such a- deeply transitional year in their life, not, let alone trying to be a mother and hold the family together, et cetera, et cetera. Because yeah, that I was a tough we, question. We sort of took the approach of, uh, we were pretty unforgiving of the husband. But let's I'm going to say this here. in our defense. I think Liz Winstead, to me- oh, yeah, let, Let's was blame the, it on Liz Winstead, for Was sure. the engine behind our motors that day. She was the instigator. She was the for instigator. For sure. No question. <laughs> <laughs> I see the point that crying every day does not show the sign of a good marriage. I was crying a lot when Roe versus Wade conversation was happening, but it was not only about my husband. I was dealing with some depression and anxiety about raising a daughter in this country. Since sending my question, I've started to see a personal therapist and will ask her for a referral for a couples therapist as well. I will, must say we could have been a little bit kinder about that because, of course, you weren't just dealing with this issue. You're probably dealing with a million other things, and there's all kinds of things that could make a person cry in this world. So let's, let's, you know. That's fine, we'll, but we're not psychic mind readers, Rana. No, but we're going to be a little more measured about it. We're going to be oh, – I, I am. I can't speak for you. I'll speak for I'm myself. sure I wasn't nice to Brian asked about our friends group, and it is mostly Democrats with similar views of mine. There are a few uncles in the group that are still had Republicans. The conversation of politics comes up, and and their defense is exactly what Ron has said. They are financial-minded when it comes to politics. We all remind them that as straight white men, they can be, but there are bigger stakes for some of us. We mostly roll our eyes at that um, at them and move on. 
I'm having a harder time with the moving on than most lately, obviously, by my letter. Rana, you reminded me that I need to give my husband time, and I really received that advice. I'm in for a journey, and will it will be a long but hope it will be long, but hopefully worth it. Thank you so much. It meant so much to me that you took the time to be so thoughtful about my situation. I look forward to my candle, Lee. Now, as I recall, what we told Lee, thank you for your follow-up, dear. I'm a lover of uh, Lee. Was that she and her husband need to go to couples therapy and have this conversation. And I stand by that absolutely, which is that the husband needs all of this reframed for him so that he can understand that he now has a responsibility to the world that he's bringing his child into. And that if someone, and that a child, his argument is going to be, it doesn't matter in Massachusetts. She can always get an abortion in Massachusetts, da, da, da. Well, are you telling me the life of a child in Massachusetts or a woman in Massachusetts is worth more than the life of a woman in Mississippi? The answer is no. So what we need is a national solution to this problem. Whether or not we're going to get one, I don't know. But your husband needs to get on board voting in the right direction, whether it's about referendums, whether it's about whatever it is, he needs to find his center or a better accountant, one or the other. But (laughs) you're going to need a third person to help you get to that place. Yeah, I think so too. That's a tough situation. And you need someone impartial because as we mentioned before, like these are very, people can be very passionate about these things for a reason, you know, but you want someone impartial. but they can change people can people can change their points of view if they're made to see you know how it's actually affecting the people that they love most. Mm-hmm. And so let's create a little, let's leave a little space for that to happen. Is mm-hmm. what I would say. Okay, dear. Doll. What else have we got here? We've got a fabulous guest. Should we just get to him? Let's get to him. By the way, we talk all about novellas. We talk all about. I mean, truly, he was such a he was a, the most charming person. Incredible. Such a wonderful energy. I'm so excited to share him with the carriage house. Me too. Chris Estrada. Can we talk about notifications for a second? I mean, who actually leaves those sounds on anymore? Well, besides that kind, that's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether your thing is vintage teas or recipes for ghee, start selling with Shopify and join the shopping platform simplifying commerce for millions of your favorite businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll create an online stoa, as Rana would say. In your vibe, you would discover new customers and grow the following that keeps them coming back. Shopify has all the sales channels sorted, so your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 customer support and free libraries full of educational content, children. Children need to learn. Shopify's got you every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you will, too. I gotta tell you, it's never been easier to start and grow business thanks to Shopify. Look at our coffee. We started with a very simple idea. We thought maybe we'll sell 10 bags, 20 bags, 30 bags. I'm doing a Rana. Now it's a bona fide business, baby. We're crushing it. We even have holiday flavors. Holiday flavors are coming soon, by the way. 
Shopify makes selling simple so you can put yourself and your ideas out there. Whether your thing is making ebooks or earrings, Shopify makes your success possible. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. So go on, try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Now sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash askrana, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash askrana to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash askrana. Do you know how much money I have wasted on paying for subscription services that I literally do not use simply because I forgot to cancel them? Looking at you, Car and Driver Magazine. I could not get out of this subscription. I don't even, frankly, I don't even know how I had it to begin with, except I think it came with a bundle of something else I thought I might find it. Doesn't matter. The point is I wanted to cancel this subscription and we just kept forgetting about it, um, which is why I love using Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. I seriously l- l- use Rocket Money all the time because I was tired of wasting my money on subscriptions because I'm a very forgetful person. I don't think that comes as a surprise to anyone. So many of my subscriptions that I have, I completely forget about. So whether it's an unused Amazon Prime account you might have or a Hulu account that you never stream on, whatever it is, Rocket Money is a great app that helps you keep track of all your expenses. And because of that, I have literally saved, I save about $100 a month now. Uh, And they even lowered my cell phone bill and I didn't even have to do anything. The app shows all of your subscriptions in one place and then cancels for you whatever you don't still want. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. So to cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. So get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash askrana. Seriously, it could save you hundreds of dollars a year. It did for me. That's rocketmoney.com slash askrana. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash askrana. Seriously, you might only think that you're wasting 10 bucks a month. You might be wasting literally hundreds of dollars. Now, wait a minute. Oh, my God, Rana. You know, how is, is like, how does it happen? Yeah. People come to me, they strap me in the grocery store or whatever, and they say, Rana, how do you only get the hottest people for your podcast? The hottest? Well, how did you say it, Rana? The hottest people. The hottest people on this podcast. And, I got to tell you. And as you know, I take it as an insult every time, as though I don't know what's happening in Hollywood. I don't have my finger on the pulse, pardon me. This guy's not only hysterical, he has one of the most hysterical and critically acclaimed shows on Hulu right now called This Fool. (laughs) If you have not seen it, if you have not, I literally was about to say if you've not read it. If you've not seen it, you're making a huge mistake. It's so funny. It's got so much heft and heart to it, too. And um, I've really actually never seen anything like it. It's it's really fantastic. So Chris Estrada is here. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm really flattered that I'm part of one of the hottest guests. Yeah, excuse me, it's the <laughs> we have hottest to, guests. Well, we have to immediately ask if you're related to Eric, of course. Uh, not related, right? Because that, <laughs> that would be the hottest guest we could possibly have. Yes, that would be. For me. Were yeah. you and Eric Estrada, Oh, Eric Estrada. Who was the other one? I saw Eric Estrada at the Copacabana in 1973. And if you think he could take his eyes off me, you're mistaken. Oh, wow. In any event, who was the other? Uh, who's the other one? Ponch and John. Who played John? Who knows? No idea. Can you imagine living in California? Can you imagine that they sexualized the the Highway Patrol? 
in the eighties. That that's a strong choice. <laughs> couple of cops on motorcycles. Yeah. Uh, in any event, Chris, we are so excited to have you with it. You're a native Angelino, is that right? Born and raised in Los Angeles. And Boyle so how- Heights or where? Uh, South Central. Is that Central, where the show Los takes Angeles. place? South Central. Okay. Yeah. And how did you connect with Fred Armisen? Because I know he's like a producer on the show. He's on the show. Yeah. How yeah. did you? Was it just through your stand-up or something, or how did you connect with him? You know, the guys that I co-created the show with, they wanted. Uh, they they reached out to me at the time. I'm I'm a stand-up comedian, but I was also working at a warehouse. And you know, comedy doesn't pay sure. until it pays. Sure, so, of course, that's everything—a twenty-year overnight s- sensation, as they like to say. Yeah. So then yeah. they they called. They sent me a message and said, "Would you be okay if we send the the treatment or the script to Fred Armisen? Are you okay with that?" And I was like, "Do you like him?" And I said, "Even if I didn't like him, send it to him." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course. I said I work yeah. at a warehouse. Send it right. to him. Please. What warehouse were you working at? I mean, like, what were you doing there? I guess uh, I was just unloading trucks yeah. and doing inventory. I was just really, I was, you know, unloading trucks at at a car parts warehouse. Is that unbelievable? I mean, you're right, Ron. It really does sound like one of those like instant overnight sensations. When really, he's probably been plugging away at stand up forever and everyone's got the recognition gotta do something. He it's true. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got to do something. There's no shame in that game at all. You're a waiter. You work at a warehouse. You and you need a job that gives you the flexibility. It's no. It's no indication of your station in life. It's just what you need to do. Tina Fey folded towels at the YMCA. That's what she uh, did when she was working at Second City. She had a job folding towels at the YMCA so that she could write whenever she needed to. Everybody does do what, what you do. do. You do what you got to do. Yeah. Now, Chris. So we would yes, love Brian, your perspective yeah. today as yeah. a critically acclaimed. What are you ninety nine or one hundred percent on writing? One hundred percent. I got tired of looking. Yeah. He's a hundred percent. Not to mention, he's been called a comic to watch so many times, which I'm obsessed with that phrase because I'm just wondering, is anyone outside your window right now? Or do, do you feel more <laughs> watched in your daily life than usual? Uh, I'm constantly getting stalked. Yeah, I, exactly. There's, That's there's, what they mean. They're like the, the 10 most stalked comedians yes. of 2022. Yes. If I had a, you know, if I had a dollar for any time I saw someone looking at me through binoculars from a distance, <laughs> I would I would have five dollars. See, <laughs> pretty stocked, pretty stocked. It's more than me, five dollars. I mean, that well, hasn't happened to me five times. That's yeah. true, but I we removed constantly. We removed all the binoculars from the carriage, <laughs> so true. we didn't have to worry about that. So, what we're gonna do today, as people who mm. listen to the show know, people write in, Chris, they're desperate. Why else would they write into a podcast to say, help me with my problems? They obviously don't have any friends. Any family of note has abandoned them, of course. Right. of course. And then there's the fact that we happen to know a little something about a little something. So what we do here, we read letter, real letters from real people. Real, well, are they real people? They're real listeners. Let's put it yeah. that way. Sure. And we just give our opinion. And we always say, if you ask us a question, you're going to get an answer. So either they like it or they don't like it, but we give them, we give it to them honestly. We try to be kind, but we give it to them honestly. Nice. Brian, did you want to read this first question? I would love to. And I just want you to know, Chris. Yes. Our letter writers are truly trying to become the next Jonathan Franzen slash Nora Roberts. They, the, 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 these letters can be novels. 
They oh. love they write to air, write. They write air, airport books uh, of letters because they're, they think Absolutely. They're, can, they're, their problems are so interesting. Sometimes they feel like many. manifestos and sometimes they feel like a beach read. Oh, okay. And I get mad at them every time and I say, keep it short. And what they do instead is say, I'll try to keep it short. And then they write them even longer. So there's a whole passive aggressive game going on between us and them. Yeah. They send you a James Patterson novel. Completely. That's And at the end of it, they go, oh my God, this was so long. Oh God, I'm so embarrassed. So sorry. And then they don't edit it. Now I know how this happens. Now I know how this happens. As though they have written it with a quill. Yeah, and they have no choice. They'd have to tear up the letter yeah. if they wanted to make it any shorter. So they this end up by one saying, "Yeah, they end up by saying, I didn't know I was such a master of prose.' Yep, and it yes, drives some end, of our listeners exactly. crazy. <laughs> they ended by saying, "I don't have enough respect or time for you to go back and reread and edit this letter." That's how they end <laughs> these letters. Yeah. So now that we've torn this person apart without hearing yeah. the letter, I'm here to tell Let's you this is one it. of those. Yeah. 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 Just because we can tell the length of it, but I'm excited to hear it. Dearest Rana, Brian, and Naomi, standard guest, if applicable. Oh, Chris, do you know Naomi Ekparrigan? Yes, I do. Yes, so I have a major rivalry with her. We do not get along. She comes on the show and guest hosts when I'm not here. Oh, I thought you didn't know who she was. No, no, no. I barely know who she is. I I don't really know who she is. Yeah, (laughs) but you're frenemies of a sort. I guess, except without the... I mean, I would say we're enemies. I would say enemies. enemies. Okay, yeah. I like she that. comes on a lot. She does. People yeah. love her. They yeah, so they have addressed whoever our guest is today as a yeah. Naomi standard guest, meaning they'd have to be Naomi Ohio. Oh, that's Naomi yeah. special. Yeah, but I will say this yeah. about Naomi. Naomi is special. Yeah. yeah, she throws her laptop against the wall when one of these long letters comes in. She cannot yeah, it stand it. Her it drives. Insane. It literally yeah. drives her crazy. Yeah. So. Well, she's infamous she's for her a, temper. That's right. She's a, she's a scary, <laughs> scary person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Dearest Rana, Brian, and Naomi, standard guest, if applicable. I can't begin to explain how much joy and wisdom you've brought to my life the past few years, especially while alone during the quarantine. I've been a listener since the start and a carriage house member until my old debit card expired and it automatically stopped. I'm such an oh, old lady dear. with technology. Sorry for the ageist language, Rana. I somehow still haven't been able to pull myself together to go through the steps of resubscribing. What is going on? Of resubscribing wow. and getting it back on my phone. My life hasn't been as rich and joyful since, but I'll make sure I'm back ASAP for the winter months ahead when I really need a good laugh. This person is already a legitimate disaster. Stream so whatever of consciousness. Comes after this, clearly. They just wrote to us and said they were going to do something ASAP, but they genuinely, I call people like this two clicks. They can only do two clicks. Sure. Anything over two clicks, they think, oh. It's an operation. Let me lay down and consider doing it later. Let me consider doing it after the first of the year. Yeah. They got to collapse into bed. It gives them anxiety that they can't resubscribe to the thing that they just told us had assuaged their anxiety during the pandemic. (laughs) You do the math, Chris. Okay, keep reading, Brian. (laughs) Okay, I'm writing to you out of desperation. I have a good friend. He's male, straight. <laughs> I don't about doubt 30, it. Yeah, I mean, uh, my good friend is male, straight, about 36, 37. I am a female, straight, have a boyfriend, and I'm 30. And she said, I have a boyfriend if it matters, and 30. I love this friend dearly. He's one of my best friends. We have so much fun together, and he's been there for me like only special friends are. Let's call him Josh. There are two major issues. So I give Josh Smith. rides home a lot. Sometimes we'll talk for a while. So he usually spends between 20 minutes to an hour in my dad's car once or twice a week. 
I don't really please, notice. I a can't. Just please I move right so, past that. You got it. I don't really <laughs> notice a smell when I'm with him. But when he leaves, I have to drive home 20 minutes with the windows down because the car reeks of B.O. I never was too concerned about this issue, although I hated it, because I thought the windows cleared the smell out each time. And then in all caps, but tonight, I drove to and fro a dinner from, no Josh around, I drove to and fro a dinner, no Josh around, not even for about a week. I couldn't believe, excuse my language, Ronner, but it is necessary. I couldn't believe how fucking bad my car smelled. I'm telling you, every time I drop him off, I drive full Four windows down, 20 to 40 miles an hour. So A, the smell is stuck. B, it will probably continue to continue or get worse, as I hope we'll stay good friends. C, my dad might smell it and get mad. I know this is embarrassing for a 30-year-old. I swear I have good reasons I drive his car. Please don't shame me for sounding like a I'm mom. actually excited for Chris to answer this question because I have a theory, but keep going. And D, winter in Chicago is starting, and these already late-night bitter drives home are going to become brutal and impossible. You can't roll down your windows in the windy city yeah. in the winter. My two questions. <laughs> Number one, please, please, please. Any advice on getting the smell out? My family has never been people to have a tree hanging in their car. Oh, I see. Uh, air freshener. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Use Febreze or that type of stuff anywhere. Any kind of smells like that. I remember reading that the original Febreze just removed smells and wasn't fragranced. That is what I need. So you answered your own question. Or how to get this out, yeah, especially if there's a Google, good sweetheart. Yeah. If there's a good non-labor-intensive trick, this person can handle nothing. <laughs> especially I just if can't do anything about it. If there's a good non-labor-intensive trick and something I can continue through winter, and/or a good-smelling tree to put in the car that's subtle and natural and nice and won't make my parents furious. Again, my mom and dad, all caps, very sensitive to smells, as am I. I'm sorry such a disgusting letter has to even cross you two desks and that Ron is perfectly put together self has to think of such a disgusting non-shades of vanilla scenario. But I thought if anyone knew of a solution, it would be you two. I imagine the lobster, re- lobster man reeks. And it leads to my second, more important question. Ugh. How do I tell Josh I'm in love with him? How do I say something to Josh? <laughs> He's a very sweet, sensitive guy. He's not a baby like most straight white guys I've known. He's been through a lot, i.e. family illness, mental illness. He's very empathetic, sympathetic, a really great guy in front. His apartment is very dirty. He often accidentally flashes people with a very hairy oh. ass. He's what? quite overweight. And Accidentally. Sh- I don't know. Bending yeah. over, I guess. He's quite overweight and on the shorter <laughs> side. He's bald, wears small glasses, and he's really trying to date and ideally find his lifelong partner. I've noticed he wears the same hoodies often, and I know he works out a few times a week. He also does a lot of walking. I don't know if he showers after these oh activities or not. Probably not after Chris walking. Chris is so yeah. upset. I can see how neat Chris is. Just he's by mostly looking at working him. He's remote. meticulous. Meticulous. I'm, I'm guessing he's not washing the hoodies often. Is that <laughs> what touches the seat? And I doubt his bottom half smells that bad of sweat. I know he was very embarrassed about the state what? of his apartment and wouldn't let his a group bottom of bottom half. <laughs> this woman and this guy are yeah. both meant absolute to be di- together. The Daria characters, yeah. the Akram characters, I don't, they're both yes. living in a cartoon or a graphic novel together in Chicago, drinking coffee yes. and smoking cigarettes in her father's car at 30. Keep going. Oh my I, God. 
I know, but he was very embarrassed about the state of his apartment and wouldn't let a group of friends and I up there until he and his buddy did some cleaning. My friend was still shocked and basically disgusted at how messy it was. I know he cleaned all night for his last girlfriend to come over for the first time. So I know he cares <sighs> that he's embarrassed about hygiene-related things. I think she's just not aware of the smell. Other factors that might be important. Early in our relationship, ding, ding, Rana, he expressed having feelings for me. Of I did my Yeah. I did my best to tell him that I didn't see him that way. I worry I didn't make it clear enough that I'd never be interested, which is the truth. By leaning a little too much on things like explanations about how friendships mean more to me than relationships, that I'd never want to jeopardize with that that with him. So how that makes me is not this person a listener to this podcast <laughs> and claims this podcast got them through the pandemic because they haven't learned one thing from this show? Nope. I thought I got the message across, but I have no idea if he's still holding out hope that one day we'll be together. This extra makes me not want to embarrass him or hurt his feelings. Of the course other factor, he is. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> the other factor is just that I wanted to date and feel confident. And you have to understand this letter's another page. The no. other factor is just, yeah, is just that I wanted to date and feel confident and be available for dating. I think this person laid down on their floor, put their legs up on the wall and wrote this letter. For sure. Well, they were using like a troll pen, a pen with like a fluffy <laughs> tip on the end. This is a novella. Yeah. Completely. Naomi, <laughs> honestly, right now is ab- so her angry. windows are smashed. <laughs> <laughs> the other factor is just that I want him to date and feel confident and be available for dating without putting them off by smelling so bad if they hook up or not being able to take them back to his apartment or something. Like I what could imagine this is that of yours. Like I could imagine a scenario where he goes on a date all clean and really caring about his appearance, but brings one of these hoodies, not knowing they smell like rancid sweat. Or if he's made aware of the smell, I'm worried he'll get sensitive and anxious about a lot of hygiene and hygiene cleanliness stuff in his apartment to the point that it's overwhelming. Or he'll just feel bad about himself and spiral into a depression episode. Anyway, I hope this was written to Ron and Brian's standards. Definitely not. Thank you if you can help. Please, all caps. And then the signature's funny. Dying nose. A positive PS, though. I started taking my cats for walks. What? This woman is rambling. I started (laughs) taking my cats for walks when it was warm out. And the natural flea repellent I use smells so good. They hate it. But it leaves the back of their necks smelling of vanilla. It's lovely and sometimes makes me think of the podcast. Okay. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. We we lost Chris. Chris just left the podcast. Is your audio there? Oh, my God. Chris just he just left. Left the podcast. As a oh my God, he's back. Chris, are you back? I'm back. I don't know what happened. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Chris, le- I know what happened. You had to sit through that letter. You had to sit through <laughs> yeah. that letter. Chris. So, okay. Okay. Any, any, Chris. First, the questions, I guess, are any tips on a non labor intensive way to get a smell out of your car? Or the other That's question a. is, how do you tell your friend? No, I'm not going to give no tips on how to get rid of the smell. The way you get rid of the smell is either you do the passive aggressive thing is you buy them a groom, a male groom bag, you know, with some deodorant, some aftershave in there, you know, a Christmas gift, a Christmas gift. We're close to Christmas. Do that. Either you do that or you just need to tell the person. Look, I come from the school of you tell when I have a friend who has a booger dangling from their nose, I tell them I have no problem. I don't yeah. want my friends to look like fools. You Do know? they get offended when you tell them? No, they're grateful. Yeah. I, I, I'm very casual. I go, hey, just a little something right here. They go, yeah. thank you. Do that. They have food on their mouths. I let them know. 
You Have know, you ever had a friend or a family member who smelled or had a problem like this? No, I'll be honest with you. You've no. had to deal with, yeah. Yeah, I. you know, this is, the, it, but also I'm a firm believer in, you, you need to put some distance between you and Josh because- Correct. You need to, this whole hanging out in your car for 20 to 30 minutes, you're giving him false hope. Yeah. Even if that's not your intention, you're giving this guy false yeah. hope. This guy, you know, it's just, what are you doing? You, you know. What are you doing with Josh? I, I completely agree. I think that's the most, the more important thing about this letter is yeah. why are you, if you're not the most important person in Josh's life, you're not in a relationship with him or you're not his sister, or you're not his mother, whatever's going on here. You're so, in, you say you have a boyfriend. You're so involved with him. Yeah. Why is it your responsibility to tell Josh and to make sure Josh finds someone else? Why are you the most important person to Josh? I think you're getting a little charge out of the fact that Josh is in love with you and that you're so keeping too. him at arm's length. Absolutely. A drama I, going on here in the backseat of the Ferris Bueller car. Yeah. Josh is not your project. Yeah. <gasps> wow. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. And let Josh take a Lyft or an Uber home. Why are you driving mm -hmm. him home? Why does he, if your parents are sensitive to smell and they're already lending you their car, why are you taking the chance of having Josh in your car? I do There's feel a subway, a very good subway system in Chicago. That's true. But in the middle of winter. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. You're, she's not what responsible you think people for don't transporting People don't take it. Josh. They go to work every you're day. Absolutely yeah. right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I don't think you can actually, first of all, I agree with both of you completely. I actually don't think you can tell him this. I don't think you can tell him he has a hygiene problem. I would be very, very uncomfortable saying He'll be like devastated. That. No, I think you got to tell him. Really? Because he, he's, he's clearly oblivious. And sometimes you have to tell oblivious people, hey, you know what? I, I'm telling you because I care. You think a little bit. And if you want a girlfriend or you want some sense of romantic life, either you're going to find someone who also stinks and they're okay with you, you know, they're okay with your stink because they, they love your smell. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Stink. But I, I, I really think I, I know this sounds fucked up, but you got to tell them that they, you, or, or give them, be passive aggressive, buy them a groom bag. I do like that idea for like yeah. a Christmas or something, but I got to say, if this guy's apartment is wrecked and yeah. he's not taking care of himself in terms of washing his clothes, I think it's a deeper issue. I mean, I think this guy is probably depressed or unable to figure his life out. What yeah. worries me is that he's 37. Yeah. If he was 27, I would still right, be this is guys. It, but I would right, think, but it's like, hey, dumb, dumb. Yeah. Knock, knock. You stink. Yeah. Grow up. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Grow up. But hey, I dumb, think dumb. that knock, knock, you stink. <laughs> <laughs> he's twenty-seven. Knock. Who cares what you say to him? <laughs> but if he's thirty-seven, he's a grown man. Yeah. And he, I mean, I do think. First thing I think is correct. What Chris is saying is that you have to examine the state of your relationship with him. There's something codependent going on here. Very codependent. And if, you're, and if your intentions are not pure with him, meaning he is purely your friend, it's, you know, all you want to talk about is how much you care about him and you want him to succeed. But part of that is keeping him under your control in some way. Yes. 
You know what she's doing? And so, and yeah. I, she's emotionally cheating. On Keep her going. own boyfriend. Yes. <gasps> I forgot I, she had a boyfriend. Emotionally cheating. In a very codependent and manner. And she's leading him on. Leading him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You're, and she's leading him on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I fear Well, she's that- getting a little boost from having two people be in love with her. By the way. I, well, some people have I, that instinct I know in them. the feeling. Well, some yeah. people have a lot of people that are in love with them. I mean, what can I do? Right. Yeah, Rana does have a lot of admirers. What are you yeah. going to do? There are people that people gravitate towards in this world. Absolutely. But then there are people who lead people on in yeah. order to make themselves feel a little bit better. And that's something that needs to be addressed. I do cool. want to say, I do want to say, I do think that this letter writer does have a big heart. I think she's probably a very good person, but I will say the messages sure. are getting mixed. And I think what you, what, what you want is a fixer upper. Um, some people just naturally want that. They want to just uh, turn people around and help people and make them their projects. Like you said, Chris. And mm-hmm. I think th- in this specific relationship, that's not, that's, that's not appropriate. Um, I think, I think this is. Well, but I do agree with Chris that if you loved, the thing is leading to this, the, if you say something to Josh, it is going to lead to a shift in your relationship. And so, yeah. which I'm all for. Same here. But you have to be prepared for that as well. It isn't yeah. as simple as you get to say whatever you want and Josh has to deal with the fallout. You have to, when you tell him this, you will be effectively saying to him, there is no romantic future between us and this is the kind of friend I am. And I think this kind of friend is a good friend, but I think that it will mean that Josh will move into the next chapter of his life, hopefully, not so attached to you. So you have to be prepared for that to end. Also, if we're being honest here, and if I'm being honest, Josh is being a sneaky nice guy. How do you mean? Tell us. Big boy. He's being a sneaky nice guy because it takes two to it takes two to Dan. Josh is hoping that she'll one day go with him, even though he he knows that she's in a relationship. She knows that, like, yeah, you know, this friendship on both sides is not pure. That's probably true. Josh probably is like, look, I'll play the long game. Of course. Yes, it's the long game. Yeah, he's in the car with her for 40 minutes, three times a week or whatever it is. Being a sneaky nice guy. I think, but I think if you want to be generous, the thing to do is to say to to him, look, we talk a lot about, you know, you want to meet someone, et cetera. You tell me you're dating this person, that person, or you want, you know, whenever it comes up naturally. And you say, I've got to tell you something. I think it's great that you work out, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think you're aware of this. And I honestly think it's just because you're a guy. This is something that happens to guys because it is on some yeah. level. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to do, you, you smell like a laundry pile. Yeah. You're picking the same sweatshirt up off. You have to wash. If you go to the gym, those things have to go into the machine. That's as, as, as simple as it gets. And I understand that it may not bother you, but it will bother a woman, whatever woman yeah. that you want to get close to you. And those are just the facts. I have to, I, when I go get ready to go out, I have to put on something fresh, da, 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 whatever it is, however you want to say it. But I do think you're doing him a favor by saying, I don't think you realize that you can't just keep putting the same hoodie on. Your hoodie's not a jacket. Your hoodie's absorbing whatever you're yes. taking to the gym. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, 
one thing I will say, if she want to, if she wants to absolve herself of hurting his feelings, she she can pay a stranger to tell him that he stinks. <laughs> I'm with you there. And also what I think she can do is she can, if she wants to be a little passive aggressive about it, yeah, she can be like, oh, uh, the weirdest thing happened today. I was like, whatever, on the Ferris wheel and I was sitting next to a guy yeah. and I noticed <laughs> he smelled so bad. And I said, how often are you doing your laundry? And he said, oh, da, da, da. I go, well, are you doing it after you work out or after, before you write the Ferris wheel? He said, absolutely not. <laughs> so I told him that's unacceptable. You know what I mean? Like, say it happened to somebody else, and just she was like, "I don't I mean, think he'll who get doesn't it. do their laundry that often?" I mean, you do your laundry right after you work out, yeah, and you shower course. after he you work needs, out. This is, like you could say that this is a guy that lives in a state of denial. He's he's spending yeah. twenty minutes a day, and also he has it. He likes to keep people at a distance. He has an intimacy yes. issue. They have they have this false intimacy. They have a, where they are the closest people to each other. However, they are not intimate with each other. And I not, don't mean having sex. I just mean yeah. that is not the the nature of their relationship. Yeah. And this I, is, I'm going to say it right now. This is a high school relationship these two are having. Maybe first two years of college. Yeah. The fact that they're in the parents' car. The fact that they're driving people to and that from places very instead of taking Ubers. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that they're not responsible for their own transportation. This yeah. is, there is, the two involved with each other. I agree. I do have They're a involved. sort of solution yes. for the smell in the car. What's that? Lalabo, which is a candle maker oh, perfumery. You would even bring those people into this. <laughs> well, start, all with, I'm, start with Glade. Start with Glade. I've Glade, seen yeah. that. No, but I've seen this yeah. in cars before. You know, they have those tiny perfume samples in the bottles that are like $10, $15. Yeah. You like, just what, you, what is that, that. going to do to this? Because, Rana, I have one that in is, my car, and I just a, unscrew it every now and then, and it smells so good. Yeah. No, this is going to lay up. She drives home with the windows well, down Queen Elizabeth for 40 the first minutes. This is a Band-Aid. For 40 on, minutes. Right. Yeah. And the car still stinks. But I do have a theory about the car. I wonder if there is a rat or something that crawled into the engine. I do think <laughs> you have to take the car. I'm not. This is something that happens. Right. Yeah. Sometimes when there's a smell in a car, well, especially in cold climates, rats will climb into the oh, engine for warmth. to stay warm. Yeah. And they will die there sometimes. Also, oh, can't you get your and I'm not saying car. he doesn't stink, but if it's 40 minutes that the car still stinks. Also, it's the other expensive, thing you could but do can't is put you go down, get the car shampooed? Put down a blanket. Well, of course, why are they cleaning the car? But they, you could also put a blanket down when you know he's going to sit there, and then you could put that in the trunk after he gets out of the car. Yeah. Right. Put a blanket. If the smell is really getting on the. And what is this yeah. velour upholstery? Why does yeah. this kind of smell like this? You could even have the blanket say a message like, "I need this because you think." You know. Yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> something you very stink. subtle. Yeah. Something. Something, says you something stink. subtle. Yeah. Exactly. But but you know what? This is an I unhealthy I think you just have to say, Josh. Yes. I got to tell you something. Yeah. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love all the time that we spend together. You've got to start washing your hoodies after you go to the gym. We're trapped yeah. in the car. And I'm sorry, but they stink. What do you yeah. mean? I mean, you go to the gym and you don't wash your hoodie. Yes, I do. Every time? No. Okay. Yeah. And then say, <laughs> how the do you expect me to be in love with you if you smell like this? Maybe if you smell better, I how might be in love with you. you. How could anyone and really lead him on when you yeah. smell yeah. like this? You tell right. me you're unlovable. Then drive him to Lake Michigan and see if he jumps in. <laughs> good luck though this is a hard situation and you seem like a good person but this i think chris and ron said it right you, this relationship you is do but you need to everyone needs to examine 
this What's is a codependent relationship. This is a very and that's fine if that's what you want to be in, but yeah. uh, you are not in charge of Josh. So yeah, you can either, he's not your project. You can either say something to him or you can take him on his own terms. Yeah. Exactly. Dear Ryan, or you could start smoking in your car because that covers everything else. Yes, well, then her parents aren't going to let her use the car Oh, that's anymore. true. That's true. Don't yeah. smoke. Hello, my perfectly preened birds of paradise. Pardon wow. me, that's true. Look at Chris. He looks perfect. <laughs> perfect. I'll be brief. My name is Samantha, but I generally go by Sam. I'm on the cusp of entering a prestigious career, or prestigious as some people say, career, and find myself floundering with which version of my name to go by professionally. Huh. Okay. Oh, in terms of Samantha or Sam? Yeah. With all the serious topics you answer, I know this is a trivial question. Still, it haunts me. I don't actually think it's trivial. Mm -mm. Sam feels too casual. Samantha feels too little girlish. I squirm thinking about potential donors rolling their eyes at my signature at the bottom of an email. Samantha, is this person holding a teddy bear right now? Oh, see, I think of Samantha from Sex and the City immediately. I knew you would immediately. Sam, is this person playing Frisbee golf right now? I really hope that's not anybody's first thought about anything. (laughs) Any advice on how to play with the the big boys, pardon me, while having a little girl's name would be much appreciated. Yours, Samantha, question mark, Sam, question mark, Chris. Christian, Christian, Chris. Christopher. Chrissy. Do you have a long, do you have an, do, was your, what's on your birth certificate? Uh, Christian, Christian. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you okay. know, I, I go by Chris or Christian, either or, but you know what? I, Samantha is a powerful name. Why is she running too. away from that? I Me agree. too. Samantha's an adult's name. Yeah. That's it's an a adult sexy name. name too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sam, yeah. I think Sam's the wrong way to go. There's a song by Courtney Love called Samantha that I need mm. her to listen to. Really? Because, yeah. Um, but in the song, Samantha keeps singing, people like you fuck people like me in order to avoid agony. So I don't know that that would apply necessarily here. People like you. Fuck uh-huh. people like me. Right, so Samantha's an alpha. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So see, there you go. And Samantha on Sex and the go. City was an alpha. Yeah. Yeah. I also think Sam is, uh, you're asking for questions with Sam. Yeah. Well, that Sam's a you, little. You're picking a sort of non-binary name, and which is fine if that's how you want to come off. But I yeah. think you're picking a name that sort of says, if you love, look, if you love Sam and you love being called Sam, then. Be called Sam. And also, if you I don't mean, honestly, feel like a Samantha, that's ridiculous. different too. Yeah. Of what course. do you like? What What do you like to respond to in your everyday life? When someone yeah. do turns you and you when someone calls you across a room, do you feel better when they say Samantha or when they say Sam? This has yeah. absolutely nothing to do with your career. It has yeah. to do with how you feel confident. Uh, I think we can dispel for you right now that Samantha is not a child's name in any way. It's a, no, absolutely not. It's very adult, very powerful. Name. I think yeah. so too. Yeah. But Sam is, an, is one of my favorite names also. I would only yeah. vote for a woman if her name was Samantha. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Rana? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren, Liz Warren. I guess she had to go through this too. Probably people call her Liz behind closed doors. But yeah. 
I really don't understand. I think you just have to get, otherwise you have to choose the third name because you've always hated your name. So I don't know what's yeah. going on here, but it is interesting to me that you think you've gotten this far in your life where mm-hmm. you're on the precipice of starting this. Right. Uh, it sounds like a wonderful job and a powerful career, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And I'll take one, I'll take one or two or whatever you, whatever you sell, I'll, I'll take one. Yeah. And, and what. She- and you're so you've, you're at this moment, and now you're starting to doubt the way that you've presented yourself to people all these years. Yeah, and she can't go what by are you Sammy. Causing a problem for no, Sammy's Sammy. horrible. Yeah, that's Sammy's that horrible. would be a problem. That would be a problem. But Sam, there's a charisma, there's a charm to Sam that I think is good. Sure. But, but I, I, I think she should go by Sam. I think she knows the answer. I think you're right. I do think she knows the answer. Yeah, but she as hates you said, Samantha. we've cleared up that Samantha's not a little girl's name. Yeah, it's not. No, they're both great names, though. Yeah, yeah. I I'd agree. be thrilled if my Samantha's one of those names that little girls always wish that was their name. Sure. There are certain names that other little girls have grand names, and you think, oh, why didn't anyone name me Samantha? Sure. Yeah. Elizabeth, Samantha, Catherine. Elizabeth's not one of them. No. Okay. No. <laughs> No. Anastasia. Samantha, Anastasia. exactly. Anastasia. Yeah. Alexandra. Yes, Alex. Alexandra. Grand names like that. Yeah. Uh, do we have time for one more? Let's do one more here. Jean-Quil, exactly. Okay, Banquo. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Dear Rana and Brian and fabulous guests. My birthday's coming up. Don't worry, Rana. I've passed my late 20s and I'm approaching 33. And one of my close circle f- and my close circle, one of my friends in my close circle, I guess is what they're trying to say, are obsessed with giving and receiving gifts. Like obsessed. Okay. I mean an obsession and excitement around presents that I've only ever witnessed in children. And we are all in our 30s and 40s. I understand that gift giving is a love language for some people. However, it isn't for me. But I've been strong-armed into participating in this gift giving frenzy for every birthday and Christmas. Hmm. Get ready for this sentence, excuse me. We are all affluent, childless professionals who don't hesitate to buy whatever. Congratulations. No kidding. Who don't hesitate to buy whatever (laughs) we want for ourselves. We have everything we could ever want and are extremely privileged. Wow. What a life. (laughs) Yeah. In that regard. I hope they invite us to brunch at 1.30. Can I get in on this gift giving? So we we all have time to get dressed. No kidding. (laughs) In our expensive clothes. Yeah. We've been close friends for over a decade and given a plethora of things to each other over the years. It's become increasingly difficult to come up with new gift ideas. Thank God for your Ronica gift lists. One of these friends is notoriously difficult to gift, has expensive tastes like you, Rana, and I can't fault her for that because she has a six-figure salary. She's been known to throw away gifts she's not interested in shortly after wow. receiving them. <laughs> to avoid wow, how charitable. Yeah. To avoid it is that- true that Mr. Mr. Cleveland did give me an MS scarf yesterday and I turned my nose up at it. <laughs> Why, Rana? It wasn't my finest moment. Wow. I shrugged. Because it came from You're the airport. You're a piece of work. It came from the airport. It was an airport gift. That's a pretty good airport gift. It's still an airport gift. Yeah, they're chintzy airport gifts. Don't go to don't go to Paris and then buy me something from the airport in Paris. That's from Paris. How do you know it was from the airport, Rana? Because I said, "Is this?" How from do you the know airport? it was from the airport? I said, "Is this from the airport?" All right. 
Uh, to avoid that outcome, it has be it has come to a point where we all buy gifts off each other's generated wish lists every Christmas. What's the point? I've suggested to the group a number of times that I think it's all too much and think we should forego the elaborate gift giving this year. One of the gift obsessed says, well, I'm still giving everyone a gift, so do what you want. What am I supposed to do? Be the only one who doesn't give a gift? The gift giving doesn't stop with our inner circle, but now has extended to more auxiliary friends. They're not afraid to stop down a party chanting presents, presents. This is like triangle this of is, sadness. Well, this is, yes, this is triangle of sadness. This is entitlement at its worst. Oh, truly. Yeah. Until everyone in the room is forced to quit what they're doing and gather to watch whomever's birthday it is open their gifts. During my birthday last year, which I invited multiple groups of friends to, one of the gift-obsessed insisted we please spin the bottle to see what order people would give me gifts, which I asked her not to do, but she ignored. The first spin lands on a friend from the other friend group, and she tells me to give his gift, which she did not have, nor did I expect her to bring. He acted like he didn't hear her, so she re-spun the bottle, and it of course landed on him again, to which she shouts across the room, Where's your gift, Tom? The Inquisition went on for a bit longer while she ignored nonverbal communications from surrounding friends to cut it out. Finally, my friend was forced to fess up and explain why he was giftless. He was embarrassed and made up an excuse to get off the hook, saying he left his gift at home. I've told them it's not normal for people our age to still give birthday gifts to each other and that I don't get birthday gifts from any other of my friend groups, which they scoffed at and made me feel like I was the odd one for thinking that. I get a lot of anxiety every time a birthday comes up and at Christmas running out of the last running out at the last minute to make sure I get everyone a gift. I'm exhausted. My friends have asked me to update my wish list for my upcoming birthday and I've told them not to get me anything. I'm also thinking of implementing a no presents policy for my birthday party and telling them no presents will be opened at the party at the party if they choose to ignore my wish. What else can I do? Can I do? Am I overreacting? Should I just suck it up and participate and suffer through my gift related anxiety? What's a gift anxious boy to do? Looking forward to your fabulous advice. Love the pod. Thank you, Ben. You can use my real name. Oh, brave. Wait, is Rana gone? Rana is gone. I think she had a little bit of a problem. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't even notice. There must have been yeah. a connection issue. Yeah. All right. Well, we can continue without her and then Let's do it. she'll yeah. tell us to take it back. Look, uh, Ben, <sighs> you, you need to leave these friends and get broke friends. Friends who can't afford to give you gifts. That's what Ben needs. Ben needs broke friends. Ben needs broke friends. Also, yeah. Ben, like what you're in here essentially is what I think like a sorority is or like the yes. Junior League Association. This is this is what in the 50s sort of bored rich housewives would try to get into. Oh, here's Rana. Rana. Well, I can't imagine what you just said about me while I was gone, but I had a little technical difficulty. Uh, honestly, I, I was reading the letter. Throwing so I, you, I saw you throwing your head back in hysterics, and I'd like to know what that was about. Well, <laughs> first of all, I because because Chris's advice was so solid, where he says, Ben, the first thing you need to do is get broke friends. Yeah. Trade in these friends for some broke friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so is, basically, the, give me the recap. The yeah. person throws away gifts they don't like. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. So then... um. And, oh God, and then it just got really, let me, I'll just read the end of the letter for you. Did you hear what, how everyone shouts presents, presents? Did you hear that? No, I did not hear <laughs> that. Okay. No. Do you mind if I reread this last part for Rana? No, no, oh, I'll just read it quickly while you two are answering. Okay, I'll fine. Okay. okay. So Chris, you think get broke friends. Get broke friends. You have these entitled rich friends who expect gifts. You know why? Because they give gifts. 
broke people cannot give you gifts. Therefore, they do not expect gifts. They just expect <laughs> true friendship. I'll tell you what will send these people up a wall <laughs> right now. I'll tell you what will drive gift givers crazy cuckoo. Okay. Make a donation in their names to a charity. Print <gasps> it out oh, and wow. give it to them. I, I'm telling you, gift givers. Because what, what can they do? Complain about that? that you is, know what I mean? Brian, that is genius. They will truly know they can't say anything, but they will be crumbling inside. And you will have the upper hand in ah. such a huge way. Pick one charity and legit yeah. do it. Make the charity, yeah. you know, make a donation in their names. But like, and it doesn't have to say the amount on there. That but is true. Get them that all is- that and be like, you What's know, it's a tough world out there. What's this about a wish list? My friends have asked me to update my wish list for my upcoming birthday. I wow. guess they keep they're lists keeping, year they're round. They're keeping wish lists. Yeah, I mean, this I, is like shitty. Yeah. These are, I'm, not, I'm not interested in this friend group. Me I have neither. to say, I think Ben is better than these people. This feels very- uh, the, It feels like the, the junior uh, I league. I don't know. Yes. What, a sorority. Um, Something yeah. like that, or some sort. Of, I'm trying to think of a film that I've seen where there were these kinds of strange, Honestly, like, materialistic monsters. Like yeah. the hell. Get you, I look. I have no problem with fabulous things, but get them for yourself if you really want them. Yeah, for I someone mean, you really love. Why would you put that burden on somebody else to keep getting you something you were going to get for yourself anyway? That's why I'm saying charity donations in their name. This sounds it like feel a so horror foolish. film. A it horror does. film where where they're does. where they're going. Presents, presents. When they're like that in unison, That's they a were playing. Movie. They were playing spin the bottle to put someone on the spot about a present. It sounds like if uncut gems were about shopping. Yes. Do you know what I mean? This is like edge of your seat thriller madness. Yeah. Triangle, also triangle of sadness bullshit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Go see you that could movie. Also, by the way. I think a little shame goes a long way. So I think I Brian's. Uh, Example is terrific to say, oh, it. here's your present, and they open it, and it's an envelope that says a donation has been made in your name to whatever. Yeah. It, uh, well, I also think you could, I mean, I just sort of think you're probably done with this friend group, but I could just be mistaken. Bow out. Maybe they have other fabulous, you know, it's, maybe they're all living a fabulous New York life where they're going to yeah. this party and that party, and this is part of what I they guess, have but to this put is up disgu- with. This is actually disgusting. Yeah, this is this feels it's just opulence. a bit much. Present, yeah, presence. Yeah, this you yeah. know you. Get, I'm telling you, get broke friends. Give them. They'll appreciate any gift. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, Rana? <laughs> I've got one. Are you talking about me? <laughs> yeah. How dare you? You know what, Rana? I got Naomi tell- knows what I'm talking about. Oh, Naomi knows what, what about I'm talking her? about. She what about just knows her? what I'm talking about. She always knows what I'm talking about. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I think it's nice to give gifts to people. If I'm not saying don't give gifts, but this is some sort of cult yeah. of gift giving. This, this is not, yeah. these are not intentional gifts. These yeah. are update your wish list. I mean, what is every day, every year and every day is a bridal shower where you get people things they need or want. It takes all of the joy yeah, out I of really hate thinking about someone and pick the thing. The thing I love about giving gifts is, is picking surprise. something out for somebody. Yeah. 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 Also the, saying, this- I thought about you and I thought of this. 
this friend group sounds like it's predicated that you can only belong to this friend group if you're of a certain yeah. class and you can give gifts. This is a false friend group. Yeah, this is also like old. Well, it's news. a super. It's like a superficial. It's a superficial yeah. friends group. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know, you're better than this, Ben. Yeah. Ben, I'm going to need more info, but I don't think this sounds fun. No. That's really my ultimate feeling on this. Also, now, if, listen, if you do this with friends, it's usually like, all right, we're doing a secret Santa. You can't spend more than twenty dollars. You know what I yes, mean? Like, exactly. that's, do that. Which, by the way, I was thinking about for the holiday party. I didn't know if there was a way for us to do. We're doing a holiday kiki, Chris, for uh, for our uh, okay. social club people. And I didn't know if there was a way to do a white elephant party on That's the Zoom. That's cute. I don't know how we do it. We make people go next. and they well, why not just the two of us do it, Rana? But the only problem with white elephant is it takes forever. Well, why not just the two of us do it? people go around the circle. Your limit is $5,000. And what's and yours? Five. TBD. Yeah. Yeah. TBD. Uh, <laughs> listen, we're going to lose Chris in a minute, so we have to do our, our okay, wrap so Chris, up here. We wrap okay. this up by yeah. we. Ron and I pick a gift for someone who sent in a letter that we think deserves it that we maybe have a little feeling for. So should we send a little nice something to Ben, who we just talked about, who <laughs> is okay. dealing with these triangle of sadness friends? Yeah. Do we send it to Sam Samantha, or do we send something to uh, the person who is driving the car of the smelly friend? You and the what? gift is non-transferable. Yeah, I I would give this to Samantha slash Sam. Okay, because Ben already gets too many gifts. He gets a lot of gifts. Yeah. He gets a yeah. lot of gifts. Yeah, Ben doesn't need anything. He needs to step back. And and homegirl from the first letter, she needs to give a groom bag, a groom grooming gift to Josh. Yes, right. So she doesn't. She needs to give a grooming gift, not receive. So I, you know, I think Sam, because of this new position that she has at her job, deserves a gift. I, I agree. I I don't know why I'm tempted to give her like a nameplate to put on a desk. I don't know. I, like why. That. <laughs> I think that's Do it. I don't know why I that's think cute. that's funny. Yeah. Those are cute. But I want I want Sam to get over how she feels about her name. Yeah. I just wanted to let it go, release yeah. whatever it is, but. She doesn't want to stare at it all day. So I'm trying to think, maybe we can get her. Oh, like that a, book, um, Sam I Am? Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah. Oh, God, no. <laughs> what about, uh, I'm sure she's had 48,000 copies of that. What about maybe like a monogrammed something for her uh, well, new office? Hudson, Hudson Boulevard? Hudson Grace. Hudson does Grace, those like yeah. monogrammed cocktail napkins that are really cute. Yeah, maybe she yeah. needs to have coasters in her office that are her yeah. monogram. And if she, by the way, doesn't want to go by Sam, I don't know what her la last name is, but if she wants to go by SR or ST right. or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We put let's get at some of those monogram cocktail napkins. That's a great idea. They come in the rolls. Is that the uh -oh. one you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. And then she can have them in her office for coasters. And so when people come in with their water bottles, she can put them down on the adorable. That's classy. Classy. Yeah. Chris Estrada. We can find you at Chris Estrada Comic on Instagram. Correct. Correct. By the way, I didn't even say congratulations on season two of This Fool. I know that Thank that's so much so probably exciting. not coming till 2023, right? But still, yes, that's correct. very exciting. Are you writing it now or what are you up we're, to? We're writing it right now. Amazing. Yeah. And are you are you touring in the new year? This is going to come out on December 6th. Are you, where can people see you if they want to come see you live? Are you uh, doing that or not at the moment? Yeah. Because you're no. busy writing. 
I'll be touring live early next year. They could find dates at my Instagram at Chris Estrada Comic or at my uh, website, Chris Estrada Comic.com. Okay. Pleasure. Chris, this was so fun. Yeah. You're the thank absolute you guys. loveliest person. I'm so happy oh. that this is going so well for you. And thank obviously, you. it is such hard work and sticking with it. And thank you so much. I hope uh, I hope all good things for you in the new year. And we loved having you here. Please come back and see us again. Yeah, thank you guys so much. And Josh, stop thinking. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Send Josh to us. I'm going to take care of Josh. Yeah, yeah. Give Josh my email. Ask Ron at gmail.com. I'm going to talk to him. All right, dear. Kiss, Thanks, kiss. Chris. Bye. He Should we do our cliffhanger? Lovely. Oh, yeah. Should we do a cliffhanger? Let's, what an absolute sweetheart. He was lovely. I, he was oh, fantastic. I he really, had wonderful, some of the best energy any of our guests have ever had. I agree with you. Came in with such wonderful energy. Happy to be here. I do think that. Kind but firm. Yeah. Yeah? Were you going to say something? Well, I don't know if he's in cahoots with Naomi. I did feel, Rana, that he was oh, a little yeah, more well, on they, your side than sure. my side. I did feel that way. Oh, but I mean, that's everybody. Well, dear Ron O'Brien, spelled B I, this is too much. Okay. <laughs> parenthetical lowercase y, parenthetical uppercase y. Oh, A-N. yes. So Thank they you for want you to choose on a, on a form. Yeah. I and feel like an uppercase guest. today. Good for you. Thanks, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you've been insert, asserting your uppercase Y since you got here. That's what I'll say about that. I've been trying. I've been trying. First, I've been tried. <laughs> First, I want to say thank you for the innumerable. Well, they're not innumerable. You could just look at how many episodes we've had and multiply that by the time, and you'll know how many. The innumerable wow, wow. hours of laughs and wisdom that you provide the world. It's true. so important to laugh. You must laugh. We must laugh. Why don't we sell a pillow that says you 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 must laugh? You must laugh. I <laughs> it just rolls right off the tongue. I have been a listener and an on and off carriage house member, depending on finances, since the beginning. Fair. My husband has recently been requesting that I stop listening to your podcast when he isn't around. Oh my he enjoys gosh. them so much. The family that Asked Rana together stays together. That's the pillow next to you must laugh. In <laughs> fact, I am writing this question on his behalf. Well, that's the first thing we're going to address is why yep. you're writing his question for him. Yep. In August of 2021, <laughs> my husband attempted to set a boundary with his obnoxious and highly inappropriate grandfather. Oh, oh boy. After learning that his grand. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> after, le- after learning that his grandfather had propositioned my sister at our <gasps> wedding oh, two no. years prior. Congrats to everyone all the way around, I say. No kidding. This is way to he, steal some thunder. He thrives on making people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But after we learned that this happened, my husband decided that he no longer would allow his behavior in our house and certainly not around my family and our friends. My husband decided that instead of confronting his grandfather, who would just deny it, that he would talk to his mom about it so that she understood this boundary, since she and his grandfather are the people who bring the bring his grandparents along everywhere they go, even when the grandparents are not invited. 
Okay. Who's, when are the grandparents not invited to something, whatever this family thing is? But anyway, suffice it to say, this conversation went horribly. Sure, of course. The mother's been in denial about her father's behavior her whole life. Yeah. Why would she want to have mean, this conversation now? <laughs> His mother threatened him, told him what a terrible son and grandson he is, and blamed all of this on me, noting that they did not want to see my husband again until he divorced me. What? So, well... Boundary meet boundary, I suppose. Jeez. Wow. So that is a woman that is in such deep denial about whatever has gone on in her life, that that is the line that she's going to draw. There is no conversation to be had. Wow. His mom and dad have a non-existent relationship with their other son and his wife because they don't like her either. But I always thought that they liked me and trusted me. Ever since this happened, my husband has had tense phone calls with both of his parents who very often call and basically try to threaten or guilt him into doing what they want. They sound wonderful. It got to the point where he had to tell his mom that if she was going to just call and berate him all the time, he would stop answering the phone. Ever since, his mother just tries to gaslight him into thinking that none of this ever happened. Well, she's not gaslighting, but she's resetting. Cut to June of 2022, and we have a gorgeous baby boy. Congratulations, Mazel Tov. At this point, we don't contact his parents, and his mom only makes contact to Gaslight. We really need a definition of Gaslight, I think, as part of the style guide. Someone tell Josh Cams, and there needs to be an update. And why is that not a living Google Doc? Can we not put up the link as a living we Google should, Doc? Fact, I read something have yesterday. Have not done that? I read something yesterday that said, like, most of the time, gaslighting is a literal misunderstanding. There yes, is a difference. But also, there. <laughs> I don't. I think people are genuinely misunderstanding the term. Yeah, I do too. However, gaslighting doesn't mean just because someone doesn't agree with your point Exa- of view doesn't mean they're gaslighting you. you. Thank, exactly. <laughs> or if someone or remembers that they don't something, want to talk about something. Or yes. if someone remembers a detail you don't remember. I got accused of this once where I was like. Oh, I don't remember it that way. And they're like, you're gaslighting me. No, I'm really not. I don't remember what you're talking about. I don't care enough about you to gaslight you. Exactly. However, there has been almost radio silence in the five months since we've had our son, and we are both starting to wonder what to do. Do we try to reach out and rekindle a relationship for our son's sake, or do we protect our son from these volatile people who have confessed to hating me and who threaten his his father? Oh, my God. Family relationships can be so hard. Please advise. We look forward to your commentary and wisdom on this matter. Please don't use my name. Hmm. Tough stuff. This is rich. That's what we call a pickle, an old-fashioned pickle. Oh, yeah. Uh, So listen to me. Tell me. This is coming out on December 6th. I will have done an ad at the top of the show. Here's the situation. Today is the very, so what we did was we made a little bit of a uh, dispensation for the month of December. So many people want to come to the Kiki. As everyone knows, you can either join the social club. I can't think of a better holiday gift for a a lover of our show, a lover of fine things, a lover of cocktails, a lover of themselves, of a person who doesn't love themselves enough. All of the above. So they, you could gift them a three-month membership to the club, or you can gift them a one-off box. Whether, or you can buy it for yourself. Self-love. 
If you buy the one-off box, you are invited to this month's kiki. You're always invited to the kiki of the month of the box that you buy. But we are having our holiday kiki. I believe it's on December 27th. And we are so excited about this. It's going to be fun. We'll have a little trivia, a little giveaway, a little this, a little bit of that. So what we did was normally the deadline, as everyone knows, for for the box is always the first of the month. We extended it to today, December 6th, to give people a little bit extra holiday moment to do their ordering. So this is the last day that people can order the one-off box for the club or join the club. In terms of the things that on Ironica list that Fiasco is selling, those you can still go and buy, uh, you know, and if it arrives when it arrives, you know, if you're smart, you order it in time to ship on time, but that's really your problem, not mine. There you go. That's what I have to say about that. So all of that available on a holiday shop. Uh, ah, holiday shop. We're getting excited for holiday. We can't believe this month. This holidays came exciting. fast this year, didn't they? Really, like lightning, right? Yeah, it yeah. really snuck up so, on us this year. Check out the holiday shop for all of our gorgeous offerings, which, of course, we've been talking about. We talked about Ironica. They're all over the the uh, the Instagram, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You want to give us a gift? How about five stars? Yep, five stars only. Five stars only. That's, listen, we talked today with Chris about, you know, you don't have to be rich to give a nice gift. This is free. Give us the gift of that. We're asking for a free one second gift. That's what we're asking for. Give us a follow on Instagram if you aren't already. I know you're not because I can tell from the numbers. Two million (laughs) people listen to this podcast. Yeah, come on. Just go to at Ask Rana and press follow. Stop lurking and just give us a follow. Uh, five stars, five stars only. Rate, subscribe, review, of course. And what can we say except happy holidays? And we are so excited to be spending them with you. There you go. Kiss, kiss. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.